Welcome to Recovery Warriors Around the World podcast, where we've taken your Facebook stories and brought them to life. Your fellow recovering addicts, Camille and Janae, will be your hosts in this testimonial-driven podcast about addicts, created by addicts, for addicts. Come join us and see what we're talking about today. Welcome to Recovery Warriors Around the World podcast. This is super exciting. Today is the day that we are recording our first official podcast. Uh, my name is Camille Ireland, and um, I do have a co-host, Janae. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Janae Delzell, and I have two and a half years clean, and I'm grateful to be here today. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I got clean four seventeen seventeen. That's crazy. Uh, fun fact: Janae and I actually met in our using. Um, we won't go into the details, but uh, it's pretty crazy how life comes full circle. Um, we used together. Uh, I got clean in drug court. I'll talk about that a little bit more later. And then, um, and then today you got drug court too, didn't you? Yes, I did. And yeah, she walked in. Got me clean. Yeah, and uh, and that's how the little journey began. And um, now actually uh, we're both as well part of a 12-step recovery um, program and I sponsor Janae so um, we'll, t- we'll talk about that a little bit more as well but um, what I wanted to get into is this podcast it is called recovery warriors around the world and you might want to know where that came from I'd like to say that um, I came up with that but I did not <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, you might have heard a third person laugh there, and um, I'm actually going to bring that person in. That's uh, Christina. She is the one who created um, the Facebook page, Recovery Warriors Around the World, um, and that is a platform that she, that she created for fellow addicts and people who are just struggling, um, people who need to be a part of, and uh, I think she's got about 2,000 followers right now, which is pretty amazing. Woohoo! Yeah, and uh, so for my class project is this podcast, and I thought, wow, what a way to um, enhance what she has going um, and and still follow along with what I want to do as far as um, helping addicts and um, getting a project done, because this would be amazing to to go way further. So um, without further ado... I would like to hear from Christina. Hey guys, my name is Christina Dotson. Hi. 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 Um, so I originally, let's see, I have a year and a month clean. Um, nice. I originally came up with the name Recovery Warriors Around the World, starting to do uh, before and after videos for people in recovery. And they started in the small town that I'm in right now. And I just noticed that there Which was is? Grants Pass. Grants Pass. And I started making before and after pictures, um, and, or before and after picture videos. And I just noticed how many people that it was helping and how many, pe- how many people were getting help from it. And uh, people were reaching out to me asking to be in the videos. And uh, I got more and more requests from people that were outside of Grants Pass. So I right. continued to make the videos. Um, after I started to get so much um, outside 
people wanting to be a part of the recovery videos and and saw how many people how many people out there that it was actually helping I decided to open a group on uh, Facebook called recovery warriors around the world um, and I opened that just to spread hope for people to give their testimonies and uh, it's helped me a lot every single day yeah. and every day I get new members and um, it just feels really good to give back yeah and that's yeah. what it is it's about giving back to to the still suffering addict absolutely Not only that but it's it's connecting too you know what i mean you're connecting with all these people online which is um pretty amazing you yeah. know that we have those capabilities to do that today yeah yeah and dang it especially with being in covid right now and i i don't know if that was your driving force but i mean uh the fact that people can't go to meetings or maybe they had counseling sessions or just really being connected to another person you know you're you're giving these people this uh this feeling of hope and a feeling of being wanted needed right. and and accepted and not alone yeah and not alone you know and, exactly. and that is super huge being an addict right absolutely and that's why i started it so that's kind of where everything came from and it's blooming from there so Dang. so yeah so these videos that you um we're talking about making what are the what's the like the basis of those videos that you make basis like uh like what is it what is it um, what, what kind of video what is kind of it videos yeah it's just like a slideshow of before and after pictures of people in recovery oh before when they were using right, right. before yeah. and after side okay. by sides okay side by yeah. sides of what they look like in their addiction and then what they look like today right. yeah wow right. that's super inspiring yeah i act like i don't know because i know i've been on one of your videos one or two <laughs> your videos um after that i started um having a couple mothers who have lost their kids in addiction to reach out to me for memorial videos for their kids um, oh, yeah, so yeah. those videos turned into memorial videos and those are all shared on the group as well man what does that do like how does that resonate with you because I'm sure that you didn't expect it to be to go as far as it did first of all and then getting mothers I mean people who have lost their children to ask you to do something for them and how does that make you feel living up to that to make that video for that mom I felt yeah. absolutely honored. I feel yeah. honored that they came to me after seeing uh, previous videos that I have made and just allowing me to be a part of their kid's life. You know, when you make a video like that, um, usually it starts from photos of when they're little. Right. And then it goes on. So it's like when I make those videos, I feel like, you know, I, I was a part of that. And it's just, you know, it's super sad. It makes me super sad. Um, just feeling like you know just seeing a precious life that that just lost their battle with addiction yeah. and trying to be trying to show hope to other addicts that that doesn't have to happen I yeah got the chills Whew. yeah and healing you know that's what that's what being in recovery is all about yes it you is know, is about us just finding some healing i know you've gone through some healing lately too janae uh yeah definitely i have um uh, it hasn't, I mean, it hasn't been easy, but, um, you know, the, the, the shadow work and the steps that I'm doing currently right now is, uh, you know, super transcending and, uh, it's allowing me to, uh, really take a look at myself and, um, 
you know, how my actions can uh, directly affect other people and then the ripple effect of our actions, Ooh. whether they are intentional or unintentional. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely had um, um, some wounds open up and then some healing take place afterwards, which, uh, you know, is, is, like you said, another part in recovery. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the scary part when you talk about wounds opening up, oh, because yeah. I feel like that, you know, that's why I used personally for so long is because I was just wounded and I had a lot of uh, trauma as a child. And um, there's just things I as a person I couldn't come to terms with for whatever reasons. And so I used and so then getting clean all of a sudden it's like we're going to, you know, if you work a 12 step program, you know that you you build like foundation and, and you get to learn about a higher power, which was, I didn't have a good relationship with one of those either. <laughs> and then you get to a certain point in the, the step work, like you were talking about, uh, which directly correlates with that shadow work. And it says, uh, well, we would like you to open all of that back up. <laughs> we're going to properly, you know, uh, learn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get in there and fix this, even though you have no idea what you're doing. And then I want you to tell another human being about it. And then I it. want you to peel the bandaid off slowly. <laughs> slowly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an onion, you know, you get it to totally. the, you get to the, you get to the, the, you start peeling back the layers and then all of a sudden it's, you know, it's not just the drugs and alcohol. It's, oh, it's, it's the abuse cycles. It's the criminality. It's the trauma. It's the shitty behavior. It's, it's so much more than, um, you know, just drugs and alcohol. And to be able to have that awareness and be around people that are, that are supportive of that and know yeah. when, you know what I mean? Those behaviors start creeping up before you even get to that drug. What do they call those? They call those character defects. defects? <laughs> uh, what do we have for them, Johnny? Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. We have another step work for you to do. <laughs> I'm going home with a paper today. <laughs> Yay me! Don't forget to call your sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Man, I'm so excited to be sitting here right now. I felt like I was nervous at first. Okay, I might be a little bit sweaty. Let me check. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit sweaty. <laughs> It could be because my house is hot or because I'm nervous. It's funny. I don't, I don't know why I'd be nervous in front of these two beautiful ladies, you know? Like, I did mention earlier that I get to, um, a part of the 12-step programs I get to sponsor. And, you know, I get to to sponsor Janae. And, um, man, it, I, I do. Can I tell them? Yeah. Yeah, Christina, she's still here with us. I get to sponsor Christina too. So, yes. I mean, not let alone this just being a project for my class. I mean, we just what do we do at the end of a step? We take the next step, step. together and Absolutely. and uh and I feel like that's what we're doing here is we're we are taking the next step together and it's for a greater cause, you know. Um one one addict helping another addict and really we all have such big aspirations of being able to help and it's not about us but it's about like the movement of getting people better and just getting the word out there that there's another way to live and what an amazing platform to have uh, the podcast you know like mm -hmm. you already are 
killing it on, on Facebook, you know, and sometimes we get some negativity on Facebook that we don't like. And <laughs> this way, you know, people, I guess they can respond, but maybe the response is different. And, uh, if we get the opportunity to really, uh, guide how this looks and, uh, who we, who we want to touch with that. And, uh, I'd like to say that that is the power of me. But it is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. That is the power of my higher power that is in my life. And uh, yeah, before we even started this, we prayed, you know, prayed for something else to come in here and protect us and, and lead this conversation because, um, you know, it's not about me. My higher power put all this stuff in front of me and put these beautiful women in front of me, you know? It's back to that ripple effect again. Yeah. Oh, I know. Now we're all just sitting here in the same room right now doing this right now in this very present moment. Right? So I'm going to... I hate to be the one talking the whole time, but uh, on that note, (laughs) ripple effects tell me... I live in this uh, apartment off of the river um, in Grants Pass that I just love. I got clean... I was in a transitional living house called the Freedom House and uh, <clears throat> spent time there. Yeah. What is that? A woot woot, Christina? Yeah, woot woot. So, uh, I'm there now. You are? Yeah. Yeah. You're in the transitional living house. Okay. This is about to get really cool. So Christina lives <laughs> in the transitional living house and she stays in the room that was my very first room as well. And uh, I got this apartment by accident because someone else had called and... Um, offered it to another girl that I was staying with in there and I didn't want to like take her. She asked me if I'd give her a ride to go check out an apartment and I was still real selfish back then and I was like, oh my God, no, I have to go to school. But I thought, man, you can, you can do this. This is about her getting a place for her and her son. And I think that was one of the first times that I like went against what my brain told me was you know the selfish side of my brain and I was like let's try something different and so I did and come to find out she was not okay with the apartment it wasn't big enough for her and she said I can have it like I was super stoked so I've been here for about two years now I think a little over two years and um what's funny about these cabins is that apparently everyone that I know (laughs) in recovery has used here (laughs) So am I not correct? Because I'm not used here, but what did you guys say? I have. <laughs> so walking in was a little bit of a trigger, but you're yeah. my sponsor, so. <laughs> <laughs> you trust me. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely trust you. But yeah, it's a little bit of a trigger. Yeah. But it looks a lot different, so. Yeah. Yeah. The joys of living in a small town. <laughs> yeah, I guess I forget that too. You know? Today said she she used in this little place too. And then you have a crazy story yes. about this place. Um, so this place is directly across the street from the house that my dad OD'd in in my arms when I was a kid. So <clears throat> I mean for me his the day that he died is actually coincidentally my clean day. Right. So, but it's, you know, 18 years later. So, um, you know, spirituality, uh, you know, creation, Mm -hmm. divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. It kind of feels like, you know, it was like almost meant to be. Yeah. Didn't you do step work in here with me? Yes. I have done step work. Like right across the street. Yeah. And about that. And about that. 
Yep. That's crazy. So it's like he's like there, you know, spying on me from the spirit <laughs> realm. <laughs> like he's in the house over there. <laughs> it's possible. I always thought some weird stuff about that house across the street. Well, uh, <laughs> Dad was pretty crazy. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, yeah, that ripple effect is, uh, is really interesting. Oh, boy. What, do, what else is on the agenda for this? beginning podcast i mean i don't know we can talk about so much there's so much that comes along with addiction um yeah i mean i got some questions maybe if you're feeling comfortable answering yep. some or we can all answer Christina, some get it yeah, yeah. get in on this <laughs> you only have to do this once christina and uh you know because okay. we we just wanted to correlate you with this and christina's done a couple other um interviews just recently actually um one for with richie weather okay and then and then there's another one uh from amanda marker she right. runs a group called pain to purpose on mm-hmm. facebook and i am an admin of that group as well yeah yeah so uh she got to share her story the real raw bits of her story um a few times back to back yeah and <laughs> that was hard yeah there's some healing in that, though. Yeah. Yeah. There still is. I get a lot of... Um, I'm starting EMDR therapy through um, my mental health counselor. What's... So and, and what is that? Um, so I've only been to one session of that. Um, he just asked me some questions, and he has, like... He has this thing that's in his hands, and he... I don't know what he does with it, but okay. honestly, like... He just, he opens up questions that I've been avoiding, right. um, some super deep questions. Is about, it like an electrolysis machine yeah, yeah, and then it of, like charts yeah. your reaction right. and, and stuff? Right. Oh, crazy. Like it, it vibrates. Oh, okay. So, Ooh. so with, <laughs> my, with my answers and yeah. Different topic, just... Janae. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've only done uh, one session of that, but we'll see how that works. Um, I'm going into, um. A domestic violence uh, situation. Ooh, I'm yeah. opening up about that uh, first, and then we'll go into the other stuff a little bit later. But I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I've been in drug court. Um, I'm almost graduated drug court. Um, Yay! So got... Thanks. Um, <laughs> drug court saves lives. Saves yes, lives. absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's like peeling back an onion. You know, like the second I thought that I was done healing like there's always more like there's always more um right so yeah we'll see how that goes it's going all right so far i, I like it i think it's gonna help yeah, yeah. that sounds it's really something that i have never tried before yeah so i'm excited hmm. is that like the rapid eye movement therapy yeah okay that too all right yeah. what is that where you go to sleep or something no it's just where you close your eyes and then when they ask yeah. you questions yep. and then depending on your eyes um, you know. Oh, it responds because of what you're doing? I yeah. thought you had to, like, make them go fast with your eyes closed or something. God, mm-hmm. you could probably really fuck with somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what color was the butterfly? He's like, I, I, want, I, I want you to tell me about this, and I want you to look at me, and then however your eyes, like, he knows the answer. It's weird. It's super weird. This sounds like some so magic. I'm like, look at straight eyes, and then he'll, like, he'll get to a tender t- subject or whatever, and I'll be like... Start twitching. <laughs> I'll shut down, but it's all right. 
Does he comfort you? Like, why you're yeah, he's super good. All right, that's good. He's super important. Yeah. Oh, he comforts. Yeah. I am more comfortable with him than I ever have been with anybody. That's amazing. That's awesome. People need to hear that. I finally found that. I think people need to hear that because a lot of times, you know, people are scared to go to therapy, especially when it says therapy or counseling. Especially when it says therapy or counseling, because they don't want to label. It took me 13 years to find somebody that I was comfortable with. A lot of people get scared of labels, you know, I finally found, yeah. you say mental health or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, um, you know, mental illness and people and people shy away and they shy away from therapy when really, you know, going in there and being able to express what's happening inside your head when it's all scattered like this and your feelings in your head and all that stuff is all wired up and, and tangled up to be able to let it out and release it and have them put the pieces together. Right. Right. It's a huge difference. Well, it's also the people who you go to, like, nobody wants to get therapized is that a real word it's not even a real word i don't know but Way it to go sounded me. cool it sounded cool but you know what i mean like nobody wants to sit there and be like i know that i'm gonna come here and you're supposed to help me but i don't want you to like therapeize me and how i feel and stuff and like yeah. try to keep putting me in like try and keep telling me what my problem is or figuring out and i'm like no that's not that's not really it it's this yeah. you know like sometimes i just need you to like be there and hear it you know and maybe let's talk about it yeah you a lot know. of people have had bad experiences that's why you don't yeah you know what i mean make sense yeah finding somebody it, that you can that you can resonate right. with like and that yeah. and you're comfortable years. with yeah. yeah right and the difference between him and everybody else honestly is he doesn't like when we're in sessions he doesn't sit there and wait for me to talk like yeah, he'll, he'll help me if i if i get stuck okay he'll help me you know what i mean and nobody has ever done that before so you're, that's that's the point I was trying to make is you've, right. you've gone to other people right. that yeah. have done Numerous. this with you and it hasn't worked out. So that's the I point. I don't share as much. Don't like I'm, I feel stuck. And then I got with him and or it's like put on the spot. Right. Yeah, I hate that. <gasps> yeah, so don't so don't give up because I mean you know what I mean. There's always going to be that other person that maybe is going to actually do something different and and be able to be there for you. You know. Right. Right. And not just cut it off at you know. Oh, just because one guy I don't, is bad. Yeah. Just because one bad. guy one bad apple doesn't yeah. spoil the whole bunch, girl. Sit there and yeah. stare at you, waiting for your answer. Oh, it's like, so weird. Yeah. He's not like that. <laughs> so weird. Like, let's talk about it. Let's I don't know. I have a pretty about dark sense of humor. Why so. you're sitting there like that? Let's talk about it. Yeah, I would. I would definitely fuck with somebody if I was in there. You know of course she I mean? would. Unless like I was if you were the doctor. Pocket, you know? <laughs> yeah. No. No. If I was the the, the therapist. Patient. Oh, the patient. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I didn't want you to damage your career that you haven't even started yet. Today. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> in case you ran for president I'm still or the anything. Patient right now. Yeah. Okay. We're all the patient. I'm super sick. I'm just not. Yeah. 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 We're all sick. That's real. Yeah. I qualify for that checkbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a. That's nice to hear that you have taken a step outside of. Um, uh, outside of just one path. Right. You know, I did the same thing. Um, like we all three went to drug court. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I. Graduated. Oh, what year are we in? Twenty twenty. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, in twenty seventeen, I graduated. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, um, and I went to. I took it upon myself to go to some counseling too. I went over to the, uh, what is it? Options. Yeah, to options to the mental health. So. 
my experience was, I guess I, I don't know how to say this and not sound like an asshole. I wasn't as sick as I thought I was, or at least that's what they told me. So, um, I really thought that I was crazy and a lot of other things and, um, they had a hard time diagnosing me at options and, um, but the lady did, she said I had like some transitional getting back into life disorder. I don't know. She kind of, it sounded like she made it up. Anyways, <laughs> she, she said, she did refer me to a guy over here in Grants Pass who, um, in turn, he, he didn't want to, uh, what did he, he said he wanted, we wanted to find a solution. Pretty much at the end, he said, you don't, you didn't really need some help. <laughs> but. Nice. But we worked through it. And I was like, well, thank you for like, you know. Because I went in there trying to deal with grief. And that was my big thing. Like, because Eric, who, you know, did his thing. And that was why I used for a long time. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. He said, that's not what we need to do. We need to worry about, like, moving forward. Right. Because I don't think you need to grieve, you know, because you've already grieved. And it took me a while for that to make sense. But as soon as that made sense, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, totally. Gr grieving's a process, and these right. are all the but, steps that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and but, everybody and I takes grieving differently. I yeah. Think. He's like, we don't need to work on you grieving, because that's like you're doing that already, you know? And so, anyways, it was just that one little thing. He totally helped me with it, and then, uh, and then I was on with it. But, but my point was with that whole thing is that, like, I tried something else because I just wanted to cover all the ends, you know? Right. I've been sick, you know? I used for, like, 22 years of my life and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, as I stay clean, um, coming out was huge. That's helped me a lot, but being able to stay clean and recognize and, like, see who I am and find out who I am and feel comfortable with that and um that's really you know what I mean like huge for me that's amazing yeah, yeah I don't look in the mirror like and work on trying to be what everybody else needs me to be which is so exhausting <laughs> yeah I'm like this is not me I even remember watching like I don't know if this makes sense I remember watching like tv shows about le lesbian and gay stuff just because I was like vicariously trying to live through the show. Oh, I was like, whoa. Man, yeah. I wish. I don't watch them as much anymore <laughs> because I feel like. You're living the dream. I'm living the dream. <laughs> I'm <living> the dream. <laughs> Is that weird? No. Like, no, totally. It totally like, makes sense. Yeah, I look in the mirror sometimes. I'm like, man, oh, this, is, this is my life. You know? And it's just because I don't use, I give myself a chance. You know? I just. I want to be better and so it's so awesome that i get to work with you guys and and uh pass that on and i get to watch you guys flourish and you know it's equally as awesome for us yes it oh is my god, that's real stop it. oh my god stop, stop it. so exciting anyways um what else? Is it, do we want to talk about anything else do we want to like answer those little questions yeah else? we can do some questions um yeah. Wouldn't this be exciting to keep this podcast going? It would. Yes, that would yeah. be amazing. Yes, I would. I promise you really don't like have to be part of it. You're but fine. if you want to, you can. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> help we'll you. be waiting. Yeah. But what we are going to do is get Janae a real chair because honestly, she's sitting on a table right now in my tiny little house and my floor squeaks like it crackles. I'm sure you heard it. I told Janae one thing. I said, 
Let's just all stay in our seats. And she felt the need to get up. I had to crack my back for yeah. a second. <laughs> we all we all learn it um, at different, different paces. paces. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay for her, but when I have to go edit it later, then you know. And then I'm gonna have to write a paper. <laughs> oh, the process of recovery. Your homework. <laughs> yeah. Why did you get out of the chair? What did you write it. Write it a hundred times. Write it now. <laughs> because I'm weak. Because I'm weak. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I can't stop moving. I can't stop Right? You'll get there. Just keep coming back. <laughs> I believe you when you say that. It's good. Good. All right. We got it. What do you have? Okay. So, um, so what are you doing to keep yourself fit? Um, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Are you asking Christina? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm saying those. I, I asked that question because, um, you know, uh, for me, those four windows are super important to um, to uh, be opening every single day in recovery to check yourself and where you're at. Um, when you are, um, you know, doing a lot of growth and changing, um, it's uh, imperative to, uh, you know, be getting those chemicals um um, releasing in your brain, you know, and you can get different chemicals from different things, um, you know, from all kinds of different sources, you know, those natural chemicals that release, um, you know, without us happening to use endorphins, um, yeah, endorphins, uh, serotonin, um, yeah, all the, all those, all those feel good things that, um, you know, we can get through using and doing other things besides using, um, drugs and alcohol. Um, so that's why, um, I think that that's an important question. Okay, so I'm going to take you on my morning or my daily grind. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, I go on YouTube and I look up motivational videos. And Sweet. I pick a motivational video. Um, before the shutdown, I was going to the gym and I would listen to the motivational videos while I walked on the treadmill. Nice. You know, baby steps. But um, that helped me get focused and get ready for my day. Uh, after that, I drink my Thrive Shake. I do Thrive. Go Thrive! <laughs> I thrive every day. Um, I just love the the natural energy that it gives me. Um, it helps me focus, too. Um, and then I do any appointments that I have, and then I go to a meeting. A 12-step meeting. meeting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, that's, and then after that, I go to work. I work from home. So uh, I take myself back home and then I do that. But it's lots of motivational videos that help me every morning. Um, I'm working on my step work. Nice. Um, I... <laughs> I feel like Christina felt like she was outing herself for a second. I did mm. for a sec. But anyway, so uh, yeah, um, I'm starting to do meditation. Um, I'm just really... I'm really, uh, really determined, uh, to win this battle. You know what I mean? Like, um, mm. I get on my, my recovery warriors around the world every morning. Um, I make sure, and I just let people know that they're not alone and to reach out. And, uh, that's been my daily morning thing for a while now. 
place. Yeah, I really, I really uh, like how you said winning this battle because, um, you know, um, whether your your opinion is it's, uh, you know, a, a, whether it's a choice or a disease, um, you know, it's still something that we all have to battle with daily in our minds. Absolutely. Um, forever. And forever. And, um, you know, the fact that you said that, um, you know, you want to win the battle is awesome because, like, <clears throat> one of the things I always keep with me is, um, you know, well, what am I doing on a daily basis? Am I feeding my recovery or am I feeding my disease? Because... Boom. Our disease is always going to be back there. You know what I mean? Yep. Where they say lifting weights, pumping weights, doing push-ups, ready to fucking go in and, and, and strike. You know? So, and if and if our disease is manifesting in other ways in our lives, that gives us um, <clears throat> an open doorway for for the real, the physical part of our addiction to come back in. You right. know yeah, what I mean? And take us over. And yep. uh, so, you know, like you know, like I always say, keep kicking addiction's ass because um, that's literally what, what we have to do. Every day. Every day. Stay pumped. Biggity oh, bam. Right. Oh, wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> Stay pumped. Oh. Here, let me read it. Let me, let me right, see what you got going here. Um. All right. Next question. Janae. Uh, what has been the most challenging obstacle that you have overcome and why? Um, so I think in my, the most challenging, probably knowing my worth, um, that, uh, happened to me a few months back. Um, I was, um, in a unhealthy relationship on both sides of the fence. Um, I started to become unhealthy and started retaliating and it ended up becoming very toxic. Um, I had finished my fifth step and realized in that fifth step, which was one of those aha awakening moments that um, I was staying in a situation that was causing me harm because I wasn't getting my needs met. And then I started retaliating and causing that person harm. Mm. Um, uh, That has been, um, you know, you know, breakups are hard anyways and um losing somebody that um you know that you love but you know the relationship's unhealthy um so being the bigger person and having to walk away from that um you know i think that that's been the biggest challenge there were times where yeah you know i thought if i get high um maybe maybe this person will leave you know um and so i think that that has been um the, the biggest obstacle that i faced in my recovery uh this far but um, I can't regret it because it definitely taught me a lot about self-love and um, not repeating those cycles of abuse um, or karmic cycles, um, you know, and, and it taught me my worth. So I can't, you know, completely regret it or feel some type of way about it because um, it allowed me to grow and, and flourish in a completely different way that I wasn't even aware of right. that I was lacking in. Right. So, and I think that's just what those steps do, yeah. man. I'm trying to tell people. <laughs> they make us aware. They're magical. You know? Like they are <laughs> magical. Like you can't fix something if you don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what's cool about having those um, those relationships too. Is that when we we could even be working through something and we don't see it. You know, we think right. we're on top of it and we don't see it. And we just need that little outside of someone that we trust and someone who's got our better interests to say, hey, did you think about it this way? Or uh, maybe maybe I see this is what's happening. Even if sometimes they say some, some shit that we don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
I'm gonna be mad at you for a minute. Like you're because... interjecting. Yeah. Add that to your character <laughs> defects list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might happen. <laughs> and then uh, you know, then we get over it, and then uh, then we see that, and it uh, we can fix that. You know, we, you know, we get the opportunity to make a different choice, which is huge. Like, when did I ever feel like I got to make a choice in my life and make a healthy choice for myself? For myself, like. You can't touch this. You know? (laughs) Yeah, for real. I feel that. So I'm just going a little bit off topic here, but uh, so what's your daily grind? Daily grind. What do I do? Well, who'd you just ask that to? Camille. Okay. I feel like she was looking at me, so I just took it. (laughs) Or my ego just sucked that question in. (laughs) They can't see that. I I know. I'm sorry. I'm (laughs) trying to give a play by play. Christina's beautiful, long butterfly lashes as she gazed over at me from across the tiny little room. And winked. And, oh, and a wink? And winked. Was there a twinkle? Twink. Oh, my <laughs> daily grinds. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, so, I, let's see. Daily. Well, I like to get up early. Um, I feel like more hours in the day to get things productively done. Um, and I, I work out a lot. I'm very into health and fitness. Um, I did a long time, uh, destroying my body. And so I want it to be as healthy as possible, you know, especially that I'm getting older. So, um, uh, always working out and then, um, schoolwork as well. Uh, schoolwork will, I'd have to say schoolwork and recovery. So recovery will come first. Um, schoolwork comes second. Working out comes third. And you thrive too. And I do thrive as well because thrive (laughs) is amazing. I'm not saying that this is, um, like a commercial for thrive, but I'm just saying that all three of us do thrive, which is a supplement for your life. Um, and I'm really glad that I do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was taking tons of vitamins before, you know, I'm like a supplement gal. Right. It's my thing. And, uh, did like vitamins and things to enhance, like just make your body better. You know, I'm sure I could live without them, but whatever. That's what I do. I can um, totally see a workout video with that song going in the background. <laughs> make your body better. Make your body make better. Make your body better. <laughs> make your body better. Yeah. Make your body better. Yeah. So, um, meetings always, uh, during COVID, you know, I'm doing all my schoolwork at home. So, and the meetings had just opened back up. So I was able to start going back to one, two meetings a day. Cause I, without my recovery, I can't work out. I cannot go to school. I cannot be a part of other people's lives. I cannot be, um, I can't go over and clean my grandma's house, you know, for her and help her. Um, I can't be a sponsor and help other women, you know, get, get clean and, and feel the way that I feel. So I don't know if that really answered the question. I don't know if it's really how my regimen goes. It kind of depends on the day, but those are the three main things that I do. And my life really consists right now of any extra free time that I had. I used to, um, in my mind, like it was very selfish. And so I would want to go home to do something that I would want to do or 
maybe there's more time for me to go to the gym or something to do things that I wanted to do. And I find myself, um, hoping that the phone rings and it's the sponsee, uh, going to the meetings. Um, I have a hard time lately getting there beforehand because of school, uh, schoolwork and stuff. Um, but staying after and just being the last one to leave because I'm really trying to associate with people and always just saying yes to, to everything. Yes. When it's like, can you help me? Can you stay longer? I have a question, you know, all the things just being available for people. That's why I chose you as my sponsor. Really? Because I want what you have. Like I, I want to be that light for other people and I see you being that light for other people. That's cool. That's real. I'll that, second that. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's cool. It's, it's interesting because when you become, when I became a sponsor, I, uh, on that note, at first I tried to control it because I didn't know anything about it. And I thought that it lied within my hands how, um, how I held this position. Um, and I, and it doesn't like, I don't get people clean. I don't keep them clean. Uh, people are going to ask me to be their sponsor and people are going to break up with me, you know, for whatever reasons it doesn't, it doesn't say my self-worth and it, it doesn't right. speak volumes on me. And so like in all this process, I get to learn all this stuff about me. Cause if I hadn't been broken up with, I would think that I just, I'm doing it right. <clears throat> right. You, you think know? there was something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I got broken up with it presents this opportunity to where I get to call my sponsor and say what I'm feeling to my sponsor and I get to really address what I'm feeling. Is it because I feel less than? Um, and I feel like I've been pushed away to the side again and, and I'm not good enough? Or is it that I'm afraid that someone might be making the wrong decision? I'm afraid um, that, that the addict is going to win on someone, you know? Right. Is it a control thing? You know, because, and I, I get to learn to let people go and, and let people, um, and that's what I learned about everybody recovers differently. And some people are just not right for some people, right. you know, and I would rather say, I just let go of someone. Um, I said, if she, if she, you know, wants to go be with someone else cause she feels more comfortable then then I want that because I want to see, see that person recover. Right. You know, I don't want to hold someone back because I feel like I have the recovery, you know, wisdom of the world. It's not even true because everything that comes out of my mouth has been taught to me. Right. I love that you just said oh that. Oh my God. Everything has been taught to me. And I realized I had to stop guessing about stuff when I just watched what my sponsor did and my sponsor does what her sponsor does. Right. And she, she says, you're, you look at your recovery. You've been clean for how long? And it works, you know, and other people see that it works. Like, you don't have to pad anything. You just do it and you just pass that on. Right. You know? <clears throat> and so the one thing I've always wanted mm -hmm. was to be like spiritual like her, just in having that connection with my higher power, my personal higher power relationship and being able to just freely love, like give that, even if it's just a one person, like Janae and I were strong for a long time, you know, she was just my little number one sponsee. And, and I realized that that taught me that it's just one person. If I can help one person by being there, then, then I have fulfilled 
the commitment. You know, I I'm fulfilling. I'm giving back everything that I can give back. You know, because I owe everything to the recovery program that I'm a part of. You know, and drug court, drug court gave me a lot, which is amazing. You know, that's why I was drawn to you, because I can see the passion that you have for helping other addicts, and I want that. Like one day, I think I'm gonna make an awesome sponsor to oh, somebody yeah. at the right time. Oh yeah. But like for now, like that's why I was drawn to you. Like you, your heart is in it. You know what I mean? It's not like, like just a hug. You know what I mean? Like you genuinely care, and you love us. I do. And we love you. Love Girl, you. I love you back. I can't wait for you to get all <laughs> them steps, though. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm crying. Mom's crying. Oh, It feels good. Do I dare ask what Janae's daily grind is? <laughs> everything. Dude, I like wear a lot of hats. Um, can we talk about your position in drug court? Uh, yes, we can. Um, I am the... Uh, 2020 uh covid drug court president uh it's, it's been uh it's been pretty amazing um what an honor um you know i get to uh i think that was some really important times in drug court um was uh being able to go out and have fun and do these activities that this program um you know opens up and has for um people that are in drug court that are participants that are um trying to get clean and change their lives um you know and it shows that um you know we can still have fun in recovery you know, and that you don't have to use drugs and alcohol to have fun. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm super blessed. Um, you know, I also work in um, the recovery field and um, in healthcare today, um, you know, and I, and I am, uh, you know, giving back and trying to plant seeds, um, you know, in the addicts that are still suffering out there. And, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing that and uh, I get this sense of gratitude that overwhelms my heart center and it it allows me to be in this place where I know that I'm right where I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. um, you know it's like that that uh, mind body soul connection um, you know and uh, that's something that I dreamed about doing um, since I was like 15 years old the first time I tried to get clean off meth um, you know and and it was that one person thing you know if I can just help one person yeah. you know the ripple effect that that's gonna have um, you know, years down the road, you know, is going to be huge. Um, but, uh, you know, I do, I do meditation. Um, I do a lot of rituals, um, a lot of positive affirmations and positive self-talk. Um, a lot of, uh, observing my thoughts, um, picking and choosing which ones are, um, positive and negative. Um, I work on keeping my, um, energetic frequency state high. Um, so I'm coming from, um, a place of love and acceptance and, um, you know, not judging, not, um, judging. not throwing stigma <laughs> on people, um, regardless of what you've done, what you've done in your past. Um, For real. You know, uh, you're in recovery now, and um, everybody deserves a chance to get clean. Yep. And um, I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah. Um, especially in recovery, you know, we want to automatically throw up our, our our belief systems and our extreme biases when, you know, um, that's not our place. To do that to other people you know if somebody's in recovery they're in recovery and they're trying to save their own life and get clean you know and uh, I think that um, you know I think that that's really important for people to know you know yeah. um, but uh, 
Yeah, so. Yeah. We've been bashing nice. each other for a long time out there in the streets. When we come into recovery, we got no business bashing each other. Right, no. it's like, are you going to promote what you love or bash what you hate? You yeah. Know? And uh, I think it's super important for people to know that they're not alone, too, especially yeah. during these times. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people that are reaching out on the recovery page. Uh, and we do have other people on the page that are willing to listen and be an ear. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's actually Back to my, that page. Third, my <clears throat> third question, you know, um, advice you would give the still suffering addict. Yeah. That they're not alone. Yep. You're not alone. As Reach bad out. as you think you are, you're not. And reaching out could save your life. Not just yeah. that, but reaching out on whatever that looks like In, for, yeah. for anybody. I mean, we as addicts, we already are built with this resiliency about us. So to be able to adapt, overcome, and improvise in a, in a pandemic, per se, that we all are going through right now, um, you know, is uh, just shows, you know, how strong we are. You know what I mean? The yeah. fact that we can still connect, um, you know, and that uh, our technology is allowing us to be able to do that. It's like, you know, you can either create an excuse or you can, or you can find a solution. Right. And, um, you know, being able to still connect, I mean, is, is amazing. And these 12-step programs, you can find somebody all the way across the United States or in a different country yeah. that, you know, you can talk to and, and uh, create, um, you know, relationships with and, and, and stay clean with. So. Recovery warriors around the world. Boom! Yeah, boom. There was. Um, yeah. So that is actually, that link will be in the description um, of this podcast. So I encourage, um, anybody who's listened to this to head over to that Facebook page and, um, like the page and then, um, ask to be a part of the page and absolutely. Yeah. Christina's she's one of the admins. They watch really closely. So it's a real personal experience and it's a private group too. Yeah, it's a private group, you know, but there's a lot of people, you know, <clears throat> that are in that group. So, um, yeah, I totally encourage that. Go over there and check that out. And then um, definitely um, stand by for the next um, Recovery Warriors podcast. Oh, snap! <laughs> oh, I think maybe. Did we do it? Did we do good enough that, uh, that we were going to do a number two? I think so. I feel yeah. like this is uh, definitely going to be popping off, you know? Yeah. So, um, I want to thank you, Christina, for being a part of this project and for, um, all that you do with the page and with your, your inspiration for the page is what has inspired me and inspired this, this podcast. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate you. And thanks, Janae, my little sidekick, you, <laughs> uh, yeah, being the host and hopefully you'll come back and host with me some more and we'll see where this podcast takes us. And, uh, so just to recap real quick, we should be having, um, the next podcast. We, our intent was to have people from the page. So to, to be able to allow them to come on and, uh, and chit chat, chit chat about recovery, kind of like we did, um, uh, maybe they can tell a little bit about their story because everybody needs that platform, you know, to, to share. Like we got, we got the platform with our, our pictures and stuff, but to get people a little bit further and, and, uh, start, um, sharing out loud, being out loud as possible. Recovering getting, out loud. Yeah, recovering out loud. Yeah. Not healing process. Not dying in silence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jen. Thank you, Camille. Thank, Thank you, Camille.